All right, guys, welcome to the Put Work In podcast. If you're here on the live stream, if you're listening in to the recording, we're live today. We're going to talk about what marathon training has taught us. Peyton just dropped the ball on me, just like yeah. just told me he's an he's almost an hour late to the podcast. Forty eight minutes. You've probably been here five minutes, so we'll say it's four. We'll just give you forty minutes late. Heck now, yeah. if you did that to any job, bro, you'd be fired. Yeah, but I was at my job, so we can't use that. Well, you'd be fired from this one. Owen Reigns is watching. What's up, Owen? Boo, LSU. Ole Miss versus LSU. LSU's in town. I do yep. want to talk to people about Ubering. Yeah, boo, LSU. And why you shouldn't do it. Yeah, I agree. Um, I got Rylan. Come here, Rylan. Oh, oh. You, want, you want to talk to the people? Say boo, LSU. Boo, LSU. Yeah. Well, hey, he's bro, working on it. I'm bro, trying to teach him so when he goes state. when he goes over to his family's house, he don't he don't say what they say. He says what I told him. Bro, say, he can't toddy. be friends with Christopher. Say go rebels. Go rebels. Say Ole Miss. Yes. Say Hell State. No, don't say that. Never. Don't even. Re- don't even listen to that. So yeah, LSU's in town this week. So I'm Ubering. I did uh, like six or seven hours last night. Kind of slow, honestly. I guess a lot of people are driving, so I didn't make that much money. I made uh, like $130. I don't know. Do the math. That's like almost $20 an hour. Almost. But then Same you got to spend gas. But I'll be making that. I, I'm looking at making like, I really want to make 2000 this weekend, but. That's a big jump. I know I can make at least a thousand, so I'm at least somewhere in the middle would be a victory. How do you open this thing? Uber, man, y'all get out there and Uber. It's so easy, bro. If you got a new enough car, good driving record, some insurance, easy money, bro. So that's all I got to say about Uber. But I need to get down, buddy. I'm podcasting. You can't get on my desk. Sorry, Something about these kids GoPro. and wanting to get into everything and get on to everything. Yeah, save your GoPro for when we're not podcasting. Man, mess this whole focus up. <laughs> Anyways, like, they I'm... want to be on and in everything that they're not supposed to be. If you there have kids, you know. Now we, now we locked in. Though. I come in here this morning and... My whole bookshelf back there was like disassembled. This whole room was messed. This window's gotta go. Alright, bro, you gotta get down. Go see your mama. Go see mama. You could just. You're talking about why you can't sleep, bro. I mean, it's like you're basically outside sleeping. The sun's meant to wake you up. That sunlight's going to wake you up after you get a certain amount of... Is that the... why God created the sun, was to wake me up? Yeah. I think it was to provide light over the land. Yeah. So you he can said, be awake. let there be light, not let there be a way to make somebody wake up. It's implied. Because it's, it's literally what happens when sunlight and light hits your eyes, you wake up. Correlation does not equal causation. It's pretty scientific. Bro... I'm finna, it's finna be a correlation of this kid. 
You're getting knocked out. All right, my focus is turning to send him the podcast when I move this right here. All right, so yeah, it's pretty much why you need blackout curtains. If you want to do unnatural things like stay up all night, you gotta I want you to know make unnatural lighting. The light coming out. See, this is not how much light's coming to that window. Well, it's a lot. That's, that, I can that's see it at all. I like it. If you can see the light at all, it's too much, bro. If there's just a slight crack of light in my room, it's waking us up. That's just your fault. For not training yourself to... Hey, Owen. Owen's the new Roger. Hey, what, ain't Roger headed somewhere yet? Is, is it time? Where's my shoes at? Is that this week? It's still September, bro. Yeah, it's next week. Yeah, but he said like three days or something. I got some new shoes. Um, I'm going to go get them. I show them off. I'm going to see what Owen thinks. You got to talk while I'm going. We're live. So, I'm talking. Uh, We're going we to talk when he gets back with his Sacconis. Don't let him tell you. He caught them Sacconis earlier, and that really makes me mad. They're Sacconis. He should have gotten Ultra, but you know, it is what it is. What'd you say, bro? Dissing your shoes. These are the pair. Look how dirty they are, bro. These were white when I got them. You know what sucks is now I have to buy another pair of shoes for race day. You need to get some uh, very bright lime green shoes because we've all had white for this whole year together. So... I got, these are Nike Pegasus 39s. Alright, so here's my review of these. I bought these like February for like $40 because they were on sale. That's the good thing about Nike Pegasus is they're always on sale. They're like a bottom of the line training shoe. They don't give you any uh, boost or anything. You're just, you're doing all the work basically. You're just a little cushion. Um... I put uh, 420 miles on these, and it may or may not be may or may not be why I am currently injured. On some <laughs> crappy running shoes, I put 420 miles on. Definitely should have changed them about 120 miles ago. Yeah, well, I didn't even like pay attention to it. I just looked at it one day, and it was at 400, and I was like, "Oh, you don't have it set up to notify you when you hit 300 no. miles." No, I ran the, I ran a 635 mile in these, like right after I got them. I ran a 54, 30, I guess, 10K in these. And these are not racing shoes. But I, one thing I noticed with these shoes that was different from my last shoes, my last shoes are worse than these. I, I, I ran the last marathon in those shoes. I don't even know what they were. But it was actually my second pair of those shoes. My first pair got stolen. Anyways, so second pair, ran the marathon in them. Feet locked up after I got to 18 miles. So that may or may not have to do with the shoes. I figured it 
could have been the, the shoes or just lack of training. Now that I look back and realize I didn't train at all. Uh, I literally did what I was doing. This training block in a week compared to what I do in a month then is about the same. So anyways, these shoes, got these. I noticed like my my feet, I'm trying to think where it would hurt. Instead of the top of my, because those shoes I used to have, the top of my feet like would hurt from like the laces. And these, I'd have a lot of trouble with like the arches. <laughs> the arches of my feet would hurt. Uh, these are the Pegasus 39s. But I love the shoes. I mean, they work. They're cheap. I'm not like, don't have like countless. I still have the same. My, my daily driver tennis shoes are the same tennis shoes I bought on my honeymoon in 2017, six years ago. So I'm not like just buying shoes left and right. I only buy shoes for uses. Hey. I wish I could say the same. I still have two pairs of Hey Dudes that I've never worn. Yeah, this dude just has expendable. Dude, what the heck you happened, got, bro? You got expendable uh, monetary sources. I can't think of what it's called. Anyways, so that's why I got these. Uh, and they like kind of hurt my feet. But I mean, it, it was I could work through it. And I always had trouble. I don't know. If you're a runner, you know about the, uh, the runner's uh, loops here. Bro, I but, don't have runner's loops, right? You have to, like the last hole, you have to loop it in there. But this helps lock your laces in and lock it into your heel, which makes them fit better. So I Bro, started doing that on these shoes. I've ran uh, 360 miles the past four months, and I don't know anything about runners. Yeah, because you don't, you, don't do, like, you don't know about anything, though. I just do You just kind of do it off the top of your head. Anyway. <laughs> So that helped a lot, but I had trouble with, like, discomfort in, like, I'll have one shoe too tight, one shoe too loose, and, like, one would hurt after a while, one wouldn't. It was just, it was not, they're not super crazy comfortable. So that's just my review of these. They're good beginner shoe, like, and different people's feet fit differently. So these just may not be the best for me. I liked them. I was planning on getting some more until I put these that I got last night. I tried them on for the first time, and I was like, why would I buy anything else? So, I'm going to show y'all my new shoes. So, beware. Dun, Be ready. Dun, dun, dun. Hold on. Let's, all right. I just turned my whole freaking camera sideways, man. Here they are. We got oh, audience bright. members in here, too. Man, it it's really brightening up the whole screen. They are brighter than I thought they'd be. They're, bro, just fit putting these down and grabbing these. They're hey, so hey, much lighter, let bro. Let me see. Let me see it. Hey, that is crazy. What if we had another shoe over there and I just did that? <laughs> There's like it's like way lighter just off the instant. Like, well, it's not way lighter, but I mean, when they're this light, I mean, it's probably at least three times lighter. Cause this one actually has weight. I don't even know this one's there. But like, I don't even like want to swap shoes this early, late. Yeah, I mean, I, I like, had to. But if I want to, I mean, you like, still got a month. I mean, two weeks. I mean, like, <laughs> it's only swapping, two weeks away, bro. I mean, like, going from what I'm been running in for the past seven months to to the new pair of them to like a whole new different shoe. 
I mean, well, that's what people say is train in one, find one you like, and then right before your marathon, like a week or two, buy a new pair of shoes just so you have – because you, you wear them down and they don't give you the response that you're looking for for a race. Like, you want the shoe to help during a race. Hold on, baby. I mean, like, I would buy another pair of what I have, but they don't have any bright colors. So, <laughs> these are the Saucony. He says, what do you call them? Saucony? Yeah, I say Saucony. Everybody says different. Endorphin Speed 3s. So, these were, I believe, $140. I don't know what they were, honestly. Uh, but I, I did a lot of research. Those? I told her I was buying them. <laughs> I worked hard. I did some Uber driving so I could buy these heifers. Anyways, they're super bright. I wanted a bright pair just because, just to have, you know, I don't, all my shoes are dull colored. So, anyways, instant reaction, super light. And then put them on. I did the heel lock. Stop. I did the heel loops, the runner loops. And they actually, like I watched a guy on YouTube one time do his like that, and then he like he like did the strings like this. I can't like and it like it worked for him. I've been trying to do that and it never worked. I can't. I don't know what I'm trying to tell y'all, but hey, bro, chill out. <clears throat> so the laces on these are really like plush and soft. I see that could probably end up being a problem, but that just makes it like putting these on. They're so comfortable on the top of my feet. And I tighten them all the way down, and like I can't even tell that they're like there. They're like become one with your feet. And the other ones, you tighten them down, it like hurts. So, but and then I test test drove them for like a quarter mile, and like was effortlessly flying. You know, okay. you didn't log and it. They're like, no, I didn't log it. I I didn't I didn't know if it was gonna hurt or not, and I'd have to quit. And I was wearing like khakis and stuff <laughs> but like they throw you forward they feel a lot different like weird they i feel like my form's a little different with them just because i feel like there's a lot bigger heel going on and they kind of throw you forward but we're gonna see how they work well, you go, i unfortunately buddy. cannot get bright shoes for race day you can't so. you just don't want to i mean we got one and a half long runs i i did look at our calendar and like uh, our our half marathon Monday, and then literally like it's like the next week is our marathon. <laughs> so so you said but, like the next two Mondays we would be running, or the I don't even know how we're gonna. Yeah, we'll do the next two Mondays. But like then we're running ten miles five days before the marathon. No, it's like six days because the marathon's on a Sunday. Yeah. I just guessed, and it's one extra day. Oh, wow. Why would you guess when you could just know based off of stuff? I just set a number. You don't have to be exact. Why would you do that? It, yeah, it's a big, like in the period of a week, one day is a lot. In the period of it's a week, a whole one other day of recovery. A it's a whole other day, bro. In a period of three days, a day's a lot. It's a third. So you can just run a 10K instead of a 10-miler. I was watching a guy, uh, Jeremy Miller. So this 
like three of the YouTubers I follow are doing the Chicago Marathon. I think it's like she said it was in two weeks, so like next weekend maybe or this weekend, and they're all doing it super fast. Anyway, he was talking about he decreases his volume like thirty percent a week. He starts two weeks out, so that'd be like this week or last week. I don't know. What do people mean by two weeks out? Like you're going two weeks from the marathon week or two weeks from the marathon. I don't know. Anyways, 30% off of his training mileage. The next week it was like 30 more percent. And he was like changing his lifts. He was cutting like the load on his lifts down by like 60%. And then he was just doing body weight the week of. I have this last like month, bro, have minimalized my strength training. And I didn't even mean to. I just, it just happened, which is, it's fine. I'm not getting smaller uh, size-wise, but I maybe get, like, I have this theory that I'm, like, losing muscle and gaining fat because I feel like I'm fatter at a small, like, 10 pounds lighter than I was. <laughs> but anyways, I'm trying to, I'm going to try to, uh, so my strategy for the next, like, well, we got two to three weeks. The week of the marathon, obviously going to carb up like crazy and probably get up. I'll probably like regain all the like weight that I lost, but like I'm just trying to get every little bit of uh extra, get a little bit of extra weight off every pound of help. But then shoes, bro. I'm going to test them out for that half marathon. I'm going to really push myself anyway. And we're going to see, bro. It's going to hurt. So everybody sees who's the three-time running champ. Man, it's like, oh. And when he's, when he's not winning, it's, he's like, I don't do that. I ain't worried about no challenge. And then when he's winning, he's like, well, yeah. To be fair, this kind of happened because you stopped running. Yeah, I haven't ran in, like, since we... A week and a half, I haven't done training runs, but like our long run of 20 miles, which we'll talk about, uh, which I ran in those shoes that had 400 miles on them. That's why they have 420. Uh, on an injury, bro, because I got injured three days before the 20 miler. Anyways. And I don't well, know why it hurt so much. Um, yeah, it, it hurt a lot. It hurt a lot more than it was supposed to, honestly. Yeah. Like, I felt good from that 15, but the 20. Dude, like, killed the 15, like, ran the 15 in the half marathon time, and then 20 about died him. Yeah. Man, because yeah. they were, like, three days apart. Oh, they were six days apart? <laughs> oh. They were six days, five and a half days. <laughs> Anyways, I don't even know what I was going to say, but. I'm going to test those out on half marathon. Oh, yeah, I haven't ran in like a week and a half. So I have 95 miles for September. I really wanted to get up and run this morning, but I need to sleep so I can make a lot of money this weekend. I always end, up, not... I always end up like getting up at four anyways on Uber days. And then some for some reason at 10 o'clock, I'm falling asleep and like the money starts going crazy at like 11. So. You know, I, I could get up. those vanished carbons, dude. What are those, bro? Those are like the <laughs> better of the ones that I have, but they're 60 more bucks. You should get the uh, 
like elite endorphins. You get like the two hundred seventy dollars shoes, but those don't have wide for toe race box. day. I think they got wide now. I like you wide got wide toe foot box. for. I got a wide toe box. I've never seen a box of your toes. You could. You just haven't asked. I keep a couple up there in the attic. Just in case. Yeah. Owen, who you got winning? Are you still here? Bro, I could get lime green. Today's Friday. Why aren't you at school, Owen? Are you watching me on at school? <laughs> We're on streaming live from Pope School. Whoa, dude. He says he's got 30 LSU. Day, 30 day trial runs guaranteed. I could buy these, run the, run marathon, the marathon, and just give them back. Yeah. You could, bro. Do you want to talk about the 20 miler? Or you just want to say that it hurt a lot? It was, I tell people this. All right, put throw in there that uh, we're in the middle of training. Throw in there that I I had crappy shoes apparently and didn't know it, and they had four hundred miles on them, and I was dealing with a little injury. We finished the twenty miler in four hours, like three fifty eight, fifty nine, so three fifty nine basically. Just throw the second on there. Uh, so it's not a second. That's a whole minute. Our in dream the, goal, in the span you know. of an hour, a minute is a lot. Our dream goal, sub four thirty, right? I don't know what yours is now. I feel like you could realistically land between four and four thirty, uh, just based off of your efforts. Uh, anyways, so last year. Long run, peak long run workout. Not even a workout, just a long run. 20-mile run with Trevor. I only did 19 miles or 18 miles. I don't even remember. I just know I didn't finish because my feet blew up and it hurt. And... All right, sorry, hold on. So Dylan is going to do something. I don't know what he's doing. Anyways. He's back. It took four and a half hours last year just to do 18, 19 miles. And I was completely disabled after. Needed a handicap sticker. I literally limped the last mile. Marathon comes around last year. Same thing happened. Same mileage. I literally limped for like six to eight miles. And like the last six to eight miles took me two hours. Uh-uh. No. Open the door. Open the door. No, you can't go outside right now. Luca just gave me an ugly face when I said that. He said, what? can't go outside. Don't bug like that. You look silly. Anyways. Uh-uh. Where's my mat? <clears throat> Anyways. You could talk some, dude. You don't got to, like, not talk ever. I mean, you were explaining, you were supposed to be explaining what you were talking about. You got to fill in the spaces when I'm dealing with kids over here. 
Anyways, I feel it in while you were gone. Oh, just considering all that stuff, I feel four thirty to five hours is doable for me. I mean, I hope so. If you don't get sub five, I'm shooting your toes. I don't agree, but because you never know what could happen. Oh yeah, the recovery from the twenty mile this week. I was ready to roll like the next day. So I feel I feel really good. It was a even though we didn't hit three thirty, which was like or three whatever we were shooting for that day. We like were just a, we were supposed to be doing a tempo, and that, we we didn't even tempo it. You threw so out a goal like, that morning, and I was like, okay, sure. Four hours sounds great for me. <laughs> We hit four hours basically on the dot, uh, but bro, I feel like I feel like all you have to do is just run it faster. It's kind of hard. You just run it faster. Yeah, the hard part about running it. Yeah, I mean, I need to definitely try that. Uh, <laughs> but the hard part about running faster is like you want to save your energy and not like go all out in the beginning of the race or the run. Because you still have the second part of the, the like the last part, but if you hold out, you're still beat up. Maybe these shoes are keeping you from being beat up so much, and I can just like PR by like thirty minutes. I mean, that's a big jump. That's like that's you know that I'm exaggerating. <laughs> you come show them. You come show them the kid. This is our miracle worker here. Bye, Felicia. And Abby. And Abby. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like finishing I that. I feel good. Nah, the nah, way nah, we nah, finished nah, it, nah, you nah. know, it hurt a lot. But I feel I left that coming out of that run extremely confident. Uh, and if you don't know, my first marathon I ran. Like I said, I locked up at mile 18, six hours and like seven minutes, six hours, six minutes, something like that, limping. And I was disabled for like two, three days. Like I sat down like 10 minutes after the race and fell when I stood up. Like my legs did not like me. Uh, I'm sure it's going to be the case again, but not nearly as bad because I, I literally was running, running through like pain for like two hours like almost to point of tears pain so i'm sure that wasn't healthy for my legs <laughs> so man, i mean i ran 20 miles the other day and we're almost fully recovered the next day like two days later i was squatting heavy and felt great so i feel a lot better about my uh you know we can go into our subject about Anything we've learned through the marathon training, like just consistency and putting the work in. Even like I don't feel necessarily faster than I did a year ago, and I'm I'm heavier, like ten to fifteen pounds heavier. So that may have to do with that, probably. But like these workouts and these runs don't impact me the same way they did last year. Like last year, long run, I'm down for like days. But this year, like. And it may have to do it it probably has some something to do with the shoes and it but at the same time it has to do with the long run training the low uh steady training the consistency of just getting out there and building that endurance and durability because 
Man, I I remember like even going back to before the marathon training, like a year before that, you know, just starting running like one or two miles would give me shin splints and like like that was a lot. And last year, like a forty five mile month was like a huge bro. We were like, dang, bro, we really running and we'd be doing that in like a week this year, so yeah, uh, which I don't so, think I have, but you have. So, uh, I thought about this topic while I was running yesterday. I ran six and three quarter mile yesterday, did my seventy five minute easy run, and uh, there was a reason because I was like, I'm always thinking while I'm running, and like it's usually about running in general. It's like because I can get into some deep thought with myself. But I got to thinking last night, you know, uh, about this topic. And I'm just like, you know, what there are uh, several things that marathon, this marathon training prep have taught me. I'll preface this by saying um, I'm not following a like some widely used program or anything. If it's widely used and who read my notes. Uh, you made it up on your own. Yeah. I crap, my mind went blank. Uh I grab I uh downloaded a Garmin marathon program and then Dylan sent me his and I kinda compared the two and then just kinda hybrid. came up with my own. You're a hybrid athlete. Yeah. I kinda just like did what I did and just made my own. So I'm not a professional, but anyway, that's my preface. Oh not yet. You could so, be, bro. One of the things that it's taught me, and this is the one that I can't, this is like, goes for everything, right? Which is why it's, you know, we had a, you know, we've had Roger Howell on a couple of times, and he. That's the main right there. Yeah, he, uh, I remember one of his sermons one day, he used a widely used quote, but when he said it, he uh, added a comma and uh continued this quote and it really changed my perspective on things and this quote is you know practice makes perfect comma unless you practice wrong and one of the things uh marathon training has taught me is like if you want to get better at something do it but do it right i've always wanted to kind of like get better at running and uh, I'm always really, yeah. Like I'm always wondering, like, you know, I'll go out once every three weeks and run a 5K at like an 8:45 pace, and wonder why I'm averaging a 170 heart rate. I'm like, dude, I do this all the time, man. Why is it so? <laughs> uh, why is it so high? And then I get to where I'm running now at like 10 minute paces and averaging in like the 140 heart rates for like be cruising 10 to 15 miles and that's because i've consistently hit you know 30 plus mile weeks for the past couple months so occasionally hitting i've hit 250 mile weeks which wasn't on purpose it was just because of uh dylan's sucky job that he has you uh, average out but probably like 40 when i hit my 25 miles the week before and then i hit the 50 it's supposed it kind of hits where it's supposed to hit but i think that kind of goes with a lot of things you know like 
if you want to get, but if there's something you want to get better at, you know, it's doesn't get simpler than just doing it, but you got to do it right. Goes with training jobs. If you want to get better at managing your money, just manage your money, but do it correctly. Do it right. Don't, do what Dylan does and just buy a pair of shoes and say, Hey, I'm buying a shoe. I had to, well, I mean, <laughs> it was financially, it was a ju- irres- it was financially justified. It was financially irresponsible, but, but justified, but justified <laughs> because like, I'm already getting hurt from, I'm just, I'm just going to blame my injury on these shoes. That you yeah. would be paying. I'm <laughs> like, I cannot run a marathon in these shoes, bro. I don't even want to walk to the door in these shoes anymore. I might use them again, but man, after putting those shoes on last night, the new ones, I don't see it happening. Bro, the new ones always feel good though when you put them on. Bro, I like, they're like, I like the ones I had, but then I don't want to like downgrade them. But at the same time, like these shoes I just bought, it's just another level. Like they're not on the same tier of shoe. Yeah, like those you got the, like the old ones and a. the new ones. Well, you got like. <laughs> There's tiers to shoes, man. You got like race day elite marathon shoes. They're like three hundred dollars, and then you got like the tier below it, and then the tier below it. I think I'm at that. I may be at this this tier, like the same tier of shoe you have. I got my Garmin open. I got three hundred and thirty four miles on my old shoes that I started my training in, and I already have one hundred and twenty three miles on the shoes that I bought the beginning of this month. Yeah, that last like two months of training, there's like, yeah. it's just like exponential, bro. Yeah, so I'm probably, I may buy another pair of the shoes that I have and wear them on race day. You but... see people that are like legit marathon runners, they're like buying multiple pairs of shoes at a time, or like they're buying shoes like every month because you're supposed to like 300 miles is supposed to be like, that's it. So a lot of people either wear a complete different shoe every day. They're buying, like, because we run, what, 100 miles a month. Some people are running, a, like, there's people out there running 70 to 100 miles a week. So I'm just trying to add that up. That's every three weeks you need a new pair of shoes. Like the elite, like the guy that's setting records, he's doing 100 mile plus mile weeks. And I want to show this right quick. On my old Brooks. Shoes, I have 78 activities and 240 miles on them. I'm at 18 on my current shoes, and I'm already, like, over half that. I need to find those trail shoes you gave me. And, like, that's, I still don't think I've washed them. They're probably, like, meal dude. Yeah, I just finished getting these washed. I need to add uh, my shoes, bro. Well, the crazy thing is, like, Garmin and Strava say different things. I screwed up and forgot to add. I have two different pairs of the Ultra Vintage Tempos on here. So one's called green, one's called pink. Because I got two different colors. Garmin says, I only have 400 on my Nikes. But Strava says I have 420. So Strava may count my, my walks or something. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you probably have it for more activities on your... Because if you look at if you look at 
this one. Like, this is my default for running. This is my default for hiking and stuff. So, Strava, I don't, I got to log in. So. I don't even have it on my. What is my Strava account? I mean, what's your, I mean, lemon lime, bro. That's like a goat flavor. That's basically what my shoes, I'm naming my shoes lemon lime. It says max distance. 400. You can backtrack, though. You could put, like... It says you can add it to all since the day you got them. You know, I should have done that. Instead, I went in and individually did each round that I... bro. You whack. All right, so what'd you learn from marathon training? Well, that, what, I already said one. Like, give us a solid thesis. Give us a thesis statement for what you just said. If you want to get better at something, do it and do it right. Practice makes perfect unless you practice wrong. Look. What's the saying about jack of all trades? Jack of all trades is never a master of one, but it's oftentimes better than a master of none. That's the full phrase. We said that on here before, but I'm saying that again. So, In case y'all forgot. You know. I mean, the main thing for me is just like the consistency, which is kind of like just going out there and running, bro. Like, for me, consistently, even in the gym, like, it's the same principle. Like, you're going to get a lot more. I think this is on Nick Bear and his running coach, Jeff Cunningham's podcast. He said, it's better to be consistently good than occasionally great. Which, Peyton, you have a history of being occasionally great. Like, that's like that's literally you. <laughs> uh, uh, but you've been very consistent in the last, like, six months. It's like since I like probably more consistent than I've known you but like that's my thing like I'm super consistent with the gym bro and if you want to make progress in the gym it's really you got to work hard but like you got to be consistent like because if you're just working hard one day this week and then two days next week it's you're you're gonna basically if you work hard too hard you're gonna take longer to recover from that and second off you know, I mean, you take long and recover, you lose your gains just from recovering for three days. So basically, you need to be consistent and have, you need to put in appropriate amount of effort and work hard. You know, like, hard work doesn't necessarily mean 100% like redlining. I mean, you've got to give 100% effort, but that effort doesn't have to be towards running as fast as you possibly can if you're not supposed to you know it your effort may need to be towards slowing down like that could, you could have 100 percent effort towards slowing down and going slow and just getting the mileage done and making it a quality run that you could come back tomorrow and do your speed work or whatever do another run see that's where the uh do it but do it right comes in you know just like and that's what my mindset used to be it's like you know i want to get better at running let me just run as fast as i can every time and maybe my heart rate will eventually catch up 
And it's just, no, that's just not how it works. You know, now that I've, and I'm not going to say that I'm running right, but at the same time, I am, you know, I'm mixing in, you know, half or like, what's, dang it. There was a work, yeah, intensity. High intensity runs and low intensity runs. I guess maybe my definition is a little off on those. I'm like, but more like a moderate. It's like tempo. You know, I ran like four miles the other day in 31 minutes and 50 seconds. And then you didn't even say nothing about that. I mean, I I saw it on there and I was like, sheesh. This man almost like it doesn't work like this, but if you like double that, that's like. Eight miles in sixty-two minutes. That's basically eight miles in an hour. Okay, three times three. Okay, that's twenty-four miles in three hours. Okay, you got two miles. All right, so this dude's running a marathon in like three hours and fifteen minutes. <laughs> if it work, it doesn't work like that. A lot of people think it works like that, but it's like no. no but the, if you run that fast long enough, eventually your legs just become numb, so you can just my <laughs> pipe might just fall off. Honestly, yeah. But I wish it worked like that, bro. Yeah, I opened We'd up my zooming, email, bro. I opened up my email yesterday, and I'm just like a comment from Dylan, and I click it. You I'm didn't like, even realize. <laughs> yeah. But like, all right, but, let's just hype. Let's we're gonna we're 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 drafting off from what you were saying. But anyways, <laughs> let's imagine, bro. All right, so you got four miles in 31 minutes at like max effort. So. Your PR 10K, what, 50 minutes? 49.20. My God, that was real. I wasn't a dream, bro. It feels like a dream. You always send stuff in the middle of the night, and now it's like a dream, bro. So so that's six miles. So say you could do six miles and just take five minutes off of that, bro. Like 55 minutes. And that's going to be easier than going all out. Like you're... You're almost a minute slower per mile. All right, so 55 minutes, six miles, times four. So that'll get 24 miles at, what, three hours and 40 minutes? 220 minutes. minutes. Three hours and 40 minutes. Okay, three hours and 40 minutes, you got 24 miles. And you can knock that, like, you can hit sub four, bro. According to my math, but there's no rest involved. So you're looking at if you can knock those last two miles out in ten minutes. You mean twenty minutes? Or yeah, ten I mean, minutes 10 minute pace. pace. Which I don't know what pace that is to hit sub four. Uh, or to nine, hit a fifty-five minute ten k. That's like nine oh seven or something. Like nine that. something. So if you could hit nine minute miles, like just hit like a four miler in nine minutes, like thirty-six minutes, and then you have. 28 seconds of rest and just repeat it six times. You're hitting sub four. Uh, 9.23. But here's the thing, though. Like, because you don't want to blow up. Yeah. That's the thing about, like, you can't just do one marathon. Because you do one marathon, all right, you got your time of six hours because your legs blew up. Or whatever. Or if you go in there and you like pace yourself because you have a, you think, okay, a real stick for me, I'm shooting for 445. So you pace yourself for 445. You try to negative split it. You get done and you're like, dang, bro, I I don't even feel like I worked that hard. Like I could have went a lot faster. All right. Alternate scenario. You go in there 
you're hitting 830 paces for like 10 miles you blow up and you hit the same like 430 and you're like bro what <laughs> so you don't really know what you're capable of until you do a couple of them and make a bunch of mistakes and then finally maybe the third or fourth marathon you're over here negative splitting it properly and you have an appropriate pace and then that's what that's why you see a lot of people like it takes them like three four attempts just to get their sub three you know when they're hitting like the like a hour 20 minute uh half marathon but they can't hit a sub three marathon it's just because it's a different ball game and you you don't know until you get in there and you practice and you really don't know what it feels like it's hard because it's such a long distance you know i mean relatively speaking for me because <laughs> it's a very long distance for me uh we're looking at like four plus hours of running and like i don't want to like go out guns a blazing because i want my energy but if i go out guns a blazing maybe you know i'll I don't want to blow up, but like maybe I can PR just because I got more in me. Like it's something like how much more impact does a nine minute mile have than an 11 minute mile? You know, I mean, that's, I mean, you're hitting the ground less. Yeah. You're hitting the ground less. <laughs> you're putting out energy more. So it's really like, I think my problem is hitting the ground more, honestly, <laughs> because like cardio wise, it feels okay. I mean, I'm fine. And like, you got to think in terms of what our what our max miles are too, because that if your max mile is a nine minute mile, then that's a different story. Then, but we're running at, you know, our our easy miles are supposed to be like nine minutes something, and we're running at like eleven twelve most of the time. Just, I mean, it's different. We have, I think it's just because we're heavier, and it beats up on us more. Like even you being, I mean, you're you're a big guy. I mean, you're not. I, I joke about it all the time, but you're a big guy compared to somebody that's normally like a runner that just out yeah, there. Like that's all they do. Yeah, they're like one forty. Uh, you're one eighty. That's forty more pounds. So every step beats on you more. Yeah, so it wears you down more. So, and it takes more calories for you just to live and function, much less run. So it takes more energy for me and you to you know to to put the same amount of effort in <laughs> so that's why our easy mile i think that's why i mean i'm not a scientist i don't have any like there's not enough studies going into like bigger guys running most of the running studies are for like scrawny people that run for a living but anyways our max miles are like six minutes something and we're out here talking about you know garmin predicts my Based off of that, Garmin predicts my marathon to be 3.30. And that's nowhere near, like, I'm, I'll be lucky to even, like, a miracle is going to have to happen for me to hit 4.30. An hour. <laughs> so that's two minutes slower per mile. My marathon predictors got me sitting at 4.03 right now. Which I think yours is accurate. Like, I, I feel like if you, like, went hard, like, like we... You could get it, and that goes back to the thing of pacing yourself because this is a distance that you've never done. You don't know what's going to happen. You want to do it like you want to be smart. You probably want a negative split, but at the same time, like I feel like you should just go hard. <laughs> like 
because I feel like that's realistic for you if you did it right. Like, what I, I think what I'm trying to say is the execution of it plays a huge part in how it ends up because you know you don't know till you know. And that's why, like, I kind of like spontaneously texted you that day and was like, "We well, should just go ahead and do the St. Jude Marathon." Too. Yeah. And the suit was like, what? <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> but like... <laughs> yeah, me too. Because I'm like, man, I just don't know. Like, I I know like, like that's not enough time to get fitter. I mean, maybe like 2% better. But like at the same time, I could use, like, you could use your performance. Eight of, weeks. Yeah. You could use your performance in one to help you with the other. Because like, you know, I only trained for 16 weeks leading up to this. And Only. I'm go going from like minimal running to. I'll be know, right six, back. Keep talking. Like Just sixteen like weeks, motivation. maybe for like, uh, like a elite marathon prepper or marathon runner prepping sixteen weeks is like probably what they would because I don't really know, but probably what they average out. And we're like, we'll end up doing like pick a marathon that probably start like their actual marathon specific prep probably 16 weeks out i feel like a first time runner or first time marathon runner i don't really know if like 16 weeks is like the way to go it's just what i ended up doing because like i had goals of like how much mileage i was wanting to hit as far as like what my max long one run would be because i wanted to hit a marathon in training and well that didn't end up happening because i wanted to at least experience the distance before i like race the distance you know it's kind of like when you in a way it's kind of like when you train for a 5k or like train for a 10k race you'll probably or like especially for the shorter distances you'll probably run like a 5k multiple times or maybe a 10k a couple times during your actual 10k race prep but when you and then you run your 10k and that's when you run it like as fast as you can as far as race day goes so i would have liked to hit marathon prep or like hit a marathon during my prep but you know i didn't but it's all good but yeah you know just you know if you want to get better at something you just do it but it's and it's that simple. You just have to do it right, you know? It's like, if you want to get better at deadlifting, you deadlift. But, I mean, don't deadlift with your back rounded, but deadlift correctly and do it. You want to get better at pull-ups? Like, I've been, a lot, I've been on a pull-up grind. Well, not really this week. I didn't do any pull-ups this week. But I've done, like, 50 pull-ups every time I go to the gym. And... You know, I want, I've gotten better at pull-ups. I can do, I used to struggle. Like I could, I'd max out like a set, like my first set. And then I, it would just tumble down to doing sets of six towards the end of it. But I've been consistently doing sets of 10 to 12 and, you know, it's like two to three minutes rest. So it's a, that goes for a lot of things. The, uh, getting better. If you want to get better, you just get out and do it, you know.
I'm really waiting for him to come back, so I'm not just talking to myself this whole time. But But yeah. Marathon Marathon training's been an experience. Uh, I'm thinking about doing more. I don't know. I gotta I'll wait till he gets back. Just talk about some of the other plans that I have coming up soon. But Yeah. Maybe maybe he'll come back because my mind's toasted. But Yeah. Think of something you want to get better at, you know. Uh if you like running or if you want to work out you know and you want to run the only way to get better at running is to run you know and really that that goes that also goes for everything you know like the only way to get better at what you want to get better at is to do what you want to get better at and you know you got to do it right I guess while he's gone, I'm going to go on a like a side quest right quick and bring up if you want to find out what your true music taste is, get on. I'm glad you got back because uh, I was about to go on a little side quest. I was just testing you to see if you could hold like hold down the podcast by yourself. Yeah, I was I was Did about to work? go on a little side quest. Uh Dang, bro. Better, if you want to find out what down. your music taste is, go on TikTok. Wow. I mean, yeah, that's where we find a lot of people. Bro, I never thought like, that there'd actually be real artists on TikTok. Yeah, dude. But I've like, been like listening to that Red Clay Strays like all day dude, the past couple of days. <laughs> I played them. I like them, bro. They're kind of vibey. They're good background music. I've been trying to find somebody else because I like War Zach Bryan out. And. <laughs> Like, he's not necessarily, like, I mean, this is something else, but, like, it's not necessarily, like, the clean Christian music, you know, so. Yeah. <laughs> I've been trying to, like, clean it up a little bit, just because I'm in my car for, like, days at a time. It feels like just listening to music and I'm trying to put a little something better in there. But what did you say while I was gone, bro? Did I miss oh. anything? I just brought, just kept on about the, you want to get better at something, you got to do what you want to get better at. No, I, it's, I, I have to go back and look. I forgot what the first part <laughs> thing I said. Make a short out of it, bro. I ran on autopilot, bro. Heck yeah, bro. That's what it's about. Just but, uh, talking without knowing. I mean, knowing what you're saying, bro. Hey, turn that off. Look, well, y'all can see that we're button heads with these children today. It ain't even time for them to wake up yet, bro. Man, it's still bedtime. It's 9.40 in the morning. It's bedtime for me. It really is. Like, that's legit. So, what do you think, man? What? Give me a guess of where you, like, what's your goal slash, like, you have, like, for the marathon? dream like put it out there right now i don't like i don't like it when people are like 
oh yeah they don't ever put anything down they give themselves an out that's like people do that all the time with the gym like they give their you when you don't lock down on a goal which we Let's talked about this, this early in the podcast you give yourself a way out i'm getting sub 430 yes i feel we, we yeah, say in it right here we right talked now. about that the I'm going to say I'm getting sub five. Which I don't know if I am or not. <laughs> but, all right. So, like I said before on the podcast, you got three tiers of goals. You got the goal where if everything goes wrong that day, okay. That's my, like, like my first marathon, that's what I hit. Like, just finishing. That's, like, basically where I hit. Uh, and then you got your second, there you go, which would be, I think, your 430. Yeah, I'm thinking like 5, 430, and 4 for the yeah. What the next one you're about to say. I jumped ahead. <laughs> I'm looking at like, if all this, like, oh, we're talking about you still. Okay, so 5 hours, like, that's the slowest you want to be. Like, you want to see yeah. a 5 on there, or you want to see 459? Yeah. Like, because I feel like that's different, bro. You got a four on there versus a five. It feels a yeah. lot different. So, and then like, four hours, bro. I'm thinking like sub four if everything goes. I'm For you, I would say anywhere between like 420 to like 345 would be like a home run grand slam day. I really, I got to remember what the pace is for this. I don't want to dip slower than 445 i think because i think a 1052 pace average is like great for a marathon that would be i feel like for you that would be definitely easy because keep in mind i ran a 15 miler you know without race day vibes at a 1012 pace yeah and you were in the middle of training and I was at night by myself at dark. Well, you don't think the about dogs. the effects it has of you, like you training at night too, like, yeah. or like me training in the morning. Like those are, we're talking about race days at like seven o'clock. So it's a, it's, there is an advantage to that. And there's going to be some ultra recovery done that weekend. Some good old eating, yeah. hopefully. So what are we if saying? We, if we're not camping in the truck bed. Yeah. We gotta talk about that after this, but um, we need a truck to do that, bro. I kind of, I, I was trying to say trunk, and then I said truck bed. That would not be bad, bro. My Honda's got a bed. huge trunk in it, like it's very spacious. I feel like I could sleep in that. Uh, but yeah, so what'd you say? What is a what is a four hour three fifty nine marathon pace? Nine oh seven. So it was nine twenty three for. What was Sub your four. fifteen mile or pace? Ten twelve. Ten twelve. And that wasn't too bad. Yeah, so you're definitely I would say you could definitely hit four thirty. I think if everything goes absolutely wrong, five hours is like I can't go slower than that. But I think like I wanna be between four thirty to four forty five. Absolutely wrong, like when everything hit the wall in my last marathon, it took two more hours. So like, I absolutely wrong. Just say finish, bro. Because 
you don't know what you might break your ankle. But you I'm know. also, I feel like I have a more realistic goal than what? you did. <laughs> Our goal was five hours that day. And how you say two extra hours? From when I, it took two extra hours from like 18 miles. So I had eight miles left and it took two more hours. At least. So what I'm saying is. We were on pace for a sub five whenever I like everything hit the fan. Should have run a marathon in training. That would definitely been not wise because I didn't even run anything <laughs> training. in training. <laughs> so, anyways, I feel like the stars align goal for you sub four, like three fifty nine, fifty nine. I would I would have to be feeling absolutely great. Or that. just say four hours, because if you say four hours, that gives you like I feel like that's lean leeway. Because like yeah. I feel like anything between four and four thirty is four hours. Yeah. You know, it's not people are freaking out over like two or three minutes PR, and I'm like, bro, that's like the same race. Like, like, like two to three minutes thing. for a marathon pace versus two to three minutes for a five k. I get it you when know? you're running all out for twenty six miles, but when you're on our <laughs> level, it's not. That's not much improvement. Like when you make improvement at our stages of development, we're talking thirty minutes. You know, so I feel like you, at least going into this marathon, four hours, anything sub four thirty is like four hours basically. And the people that don't even run marathons, you can just say four hours anyway. They don't, they don't care about four hours and twenty six seconds. So <laughs> I think. Uh... I think for I me, know. stars align sub four thirty. Like I'm saying, sub four thirty for me. Just I'm not gonna say four hours. So Abby was like, I told her the other day when we ran the twenty miler, I was like, uh, "We'll be done about four hours." That's my. That's where I think probably at the very latest four hours, which it almost ended up being later. <laughs> we really had to suffer, but. uh she was like, how are you going to finish a full six more miles in 30 more minutes? And I was like, that was, I, I was just, you know, I wouldn't, I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, I was like, man, man, that just tells me she listens, you know. Wow. But anyways, first, my, my, you know, stuff hitting the fan goal, obviously finishing. I feel like if you had four tiers, I would say at least PR, you know, and finish. That's going to be my stuff hitting the fan goal. But just, you get like when you got 26 miles, it's hard. Like, you could look and, like, push a little harder on the last four limping miles and get, like, a minute faster. Like, I feel like at that at that length of time, bro, you could put in 1% more effort even if you're, like, broke your leg and PR. So I feel like it's almost impossible not to PR. Almost. I feel like... I, just listen, almost impossible. Like, it, if I come back with 610, you know, just say I... <laughs> no, I said almost impossible. I hit the I hit the impossible. So... I feel like... I feel like race day is just going to have me, like, feeling better than I would on normal training day. Like, oh, plus... Yeah. One, the effects of hopefully the positive effects of the taper. Bruh. 
into just hey. the atmosphere and not running with one singular person that I'm butting head with the entire run. Yeah, I feel like a race day is going to be a lot, a whole different, especially from that 20 miler. Because the 20 miler is like in the peak of training, all that fatigue. 20 miler, your peak run is going to be like your hardest run. And effort wise, you know, you should still got to put out for marathon, but race day, it like, it amplifies you, like, it makes it, I don't know. Because, like, we ran that 10K, bro. And, like, I was like, I pulled up and walked to the starting line, no warm up, and went and PR'd by like five minutes. And that's like all race day vibes. Like, because, I and the big up. tall white guy next to you, yeah, I mean, not letting you stop. <laughs> so that's beneficial. Like I probably, I might marathon day. I might try to hang with you for a while. I don't know. We might could do it together. I don't know. I, I'm definitely fitter. The shoes, man. The shoes. You, you got to give the shoes credit. You're. It's a long time of being on your feet running. Shoes do have an impact. That's that's shoes have been my problem. Like. When I first started running, got a new pair of shoes, solved everything. You know, last marathon, feet blew up, got a new pair of shoes. Haven't had that problem since. So, you know, maybe these shoes have solved my problem of being uh, too heavy. You know, maybe I... Get... <laughs> yeah, maybe, like, it'll take away some of the weight. Yeah. It's definitely took at least, like, some ounces away. But... Race day vibes, bro. It adds so much. Like, you've only done one road race, but like, just I was there and just saying that, like, even without warming up and being sick at the same time, because I was sick that day, I PR'd by five minutes, you know, based off of race day vibes and having you there. So, you can't, like, you can't depend on race day vibes because you got to have that foundation. But at the same time, I mean, look at the game. Like, let's put this into perspective of college football. You're playing at home versus playing at away. Race day vibes is playing at home. You have an exponential advantage. Like, Alabama has only lost nine times at home in 15 years. And Ole Miss really thought they were going to do it last weekend. That's crazy. Well, Ole Miss has done it before, <laughs> eight years ago. And Stitcher, we haven't beat them since. Years. But State has never, I don't even, in my lifetime, has never beat Alabama. <laughs> so, good luck. But, uh, yeah, man. So, race day vibes is like having that home field advantage. I also accidentally PR'd my half marathon during that 15-miler. Yeah, so, which I ran a PR half marathon on marathon day. People say not to do that, but, I mean, it didn't have an effect on me. I got to hit halfway mark. Wait, what? I'm looking right. at have if I want to hit 4:30, I definitely have to PR my half marathon, which I'm gonna I'm gonna really push. Which I always say this: if we do it at a later time in the day, I could definitely push. My problem is, 
this is why I say seven o'clock start time is an advantage for us, for me, because I usually get up and run at like five o'clock, and I'm barely awake, so I don't I don't have any desire to run, much less push and PR. Like it, it's beneficial to be up for a while before you start, just so you can warm up and actually use your nervous system, <laughs> like your body, your limbs. And being up, like, that's why it's a I'd say it's a disadvantage for you. Just, you don't get sleep. So hopefully by then you'll have a couple of nights sleep under, uh, under your belt that day. So I'd say let's stick together at least. What is your, what's your half marathon? You got to do two hours to get sub four. Now, if you negative split it, your first half marathon will be slower than your second half marathon. Most people take like four attempts before they can even get a negative split. I'm thinking I'm trying to see. Uh, I may split this into like 10Ks. Yeah. I, I, we, me and Trevor did, we did four milers and then we did, we did a couple four milers. Like we planned out everything. Like, till the last, like, you know, we're like, this is our plan until it, you know, we can't do it. Until it hits the fan. Until it hits the fan. <laughs> and so we had, like, four milers, three milers, two milers. I'm thinking, I feel like 10Ks are too long for me. I don't know, it because there's four of them. I, four milers, though, the 10K there's would, more of them. So it, it would you, be you, like I, an... It's gonna hour suck anyway. and, Hour and four minute ten Ks. Which I like what we were doing. Like we were doing like five milers, like hour loops. Which I like that. But how many miles an hour you you have to hit at least probably six and a half miles an hour. Oh, for sub four, I'm, for I'm sub on four. Four thirty. Let's look at sub four so we can both kind of meet in the middle. Oh, no, wait. Point fifteen seconds per mile. You showed the minute. All right. 55 minutes for six miles, pretty much. 54.55. So, like I said, that's for four hours? Yeah. You're uh, 10K in 55 minutes, which for me, that's like maximal. So I don't think I'm going to be hitting sub four hours. Uh, so if I add 30 minutes to that time, 4.30, I mean, we're looking at seven and a half more minutes. So this t do the math for me. <laughs> I'm lost. I didn't brain farted over here. I forgot even what I was talking about. Hold on, let me get rid of all these freaking tabs I have. You're the one keeping up with If we're doing four and a half hours, we're looking at 10 minutes and 17 seconds. 10, 16. 10 minutes, 10, 17. 10, 17. 11, 27, 10, 17, 9, 23. Per hour? Okay, so 10, 17 times 6 would be, that'd put me at uh, 61 minutes and nine seconds, something like that. I actually did the math one time of what I need to do. So it's a 40 minute, 
four miler and then take a minute of break. What's up, Carson? And repeat six times. I'm actually, I think that's what I'm going to do for the half marathon when we run it. It's just test that out and see what happens. Which it's, it's honestly hard for me to pace. Like, it's hard for me to hit an exact pace. Like, I'm either like you know, below it or above it. I found out something last night. It's much easier to hit an exact pace when you are uh, testes to the wall. <laughs> when you're just smashing it? Because, like, I was... I think I, I negative-splitted my negative... Neg not last night. It was the night before when I ran the four-miler. Yeah. I did it in negative... It's it's definitely easier when you just like run out, come out running. And I ran a 759, a 758, a 757, and a 755. Because I like, always, it was, I couldn't just go slower because I was already going fast. Yeah. And it was, you hold on. That, that makes any sense. If you're a runner, I think it makes sense. Uh, it's kind of like, yeah, I when, do find it harder to run faster paces after I've been doing easy miles. I feel like if you're a runner talking to a non-runner, you sound like Doc Cutson talking to Lightning McQueen. You know, if you want to turn left, if you want to go left, turn right. Basically. I'm just like, what? But we're going to see what happens. I've never, like, I don't know. Like, I've all my tempo runs, I think I've only done two. <laughs> I've done speed work, but not tempo runs. I did a 5K. And I did a four miler. And the four miler, they were both like tests, test tempos. So my four miler was like 35 minutes. I feel like I should be able to do a 40 minute, you know, like 38 to 40 minute, uh, 38 to 40 minute, uh, four miler and it be able to repeat that a couple times. But at the same time, I was kind of nervous, <laughs> kind of scary because every, it seems like every time I just try to hold a pace, it's hard. Like, I'm putting it all in there, but if I'm like just, yeah, whatever. I don't care. Forget I it. I feel like right, I could have went a I'm little quitting. better. I did. I did four my did four runs a week up until week ten, and then I yeah. started five runs. My goal was always like, I had like five miles, five runs a week, and I'd always hit four. And then when I switched to six, I'd hit five. And the last few weeks have just been inconsistent. Would but, you rather want? 12 hours non-stop or walk 24. Walk. You know, walking it, like, you could walk, like, as slow as, like, 25-minute miles. <laughs> so, what? and you could, it depends where you're walking at, too. Is this, like, a trail run, trail hike? Because then you're hitting, like, two miles an hour max. Or are you going to, like, running it, 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 you could like run like five to six miles an hour uh speaking three of three times that, the effort no uh, since we got sidetracked from the original topic anyway i guess we'll get sidetracked some more uh i said while you were gone dealing with kids that i would wait until you got back and i would bring up the future endeavors uh november 18th got a 20k two below trail, trail shuffle Two below trail shuffle. You done signed up. A week before that, gateway to the Delta 10 miler. 
He's done running though. <laughs> just gonna race from now on, like not even train. Just gonna do races. I haven't even signed up for that gateway to the Delta, but I haven't done it. And I really want a hoodie. All right, so he put a stipulation on the. Uh, they got hoodies. Yeah, uh, the run twelve hours nonstop or walk twenty four hours. So if you do the walk, you have to go all uphill. If you run, you have to go all downhill. Mm, I feel like you're more prone to injury running downhill, too. So I'm still going with walk. And it would make like it slower. It's just easier. It's being on a stair stepper for twenty four hours. Like, yeah. And walking. Whether it's whether it's up, I mean, yeah, you're gonna your legs are gonna grow to tree trunks, but like I don't I don't see a negative from that. Yeah. You don't get a leg pump for a day. I mean, I would say days, but it's only 24 hours. Yeah. All right, well, I got to wrap it up. When's the next food challenge? You know, whenever we do it, bro. Next year, probably January. 3,500 calorie paid. challenge from McDonald's? Yeah, we'll do it. We'll do it. Hold on, dude. Uh, we'll get Peyton in on it. Yeah. Say bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, guys. Put work in podcast. Uh, I hate to run, but I gotta go. Bye-bye. Uh, <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll, we'll talk about that stuff later. Yeah, we'll talk about it later. Billy uh, Young, Peyton.Cook. Check out our previous episode. Troy yeah. Smith, Corner. Bye, Smooth Vanilla. He told me the story of why he poops and stuff. And how it all transpired. Hold on, buddy. He's talking. All right, well, I'll see you guys. Uh, do the comment thing, the like thing, and subscribe, and do the leave a review, five that. star, or, or four, or, th- or one if you don't like us. I don't care. If you want to, yeah, if you got a five star review, leave it. If you don't, just don't. Peace out. Peace out, guys.